Hey everybody, thanks for tuning in to the Marriage is Tougher Than Woodpecker Lips podcast. This is Brian. And I'm Paul. We'd like to welcome you to a community meant for the men of the world to share our thoughts and perspectives on marriage. We can learn from each other's experiences and help each other be better husbands. Now, let's get right into the show. Welcome, welcome back. Thank you for your ears. We appreciate you tuning in with us today. We are excited. We have a brother who we've gotten to know over the years, probably since we were, since I was five, probably. <laughs> like, I, I've known this guy. So uh, he he's a, he's a married brother who brings a wealth of knowledge from the entrepreneurial world. Is that how you say it? Did I say that right? Entrepreneurial world. And he is uh, going to talk to us a little bit about um, his experiences as a barber, his experiences as a, a married man who works very closely alongside of his wife. Uh, I'm just going to say, hey, what's up, Nate? How you doing, man? What's going on? I uh, appreciate everybody having me on. Uh, it's been a long time uh, coming. I definitely wanted to get on this to talk about the married life. Yeah. You know, and uh, I appreciate y'all having me. Yeah, man. We're glad that you are here. Uh, I should, we're going to start with, uh, we got a couple round robin questions we're going to throw at you and you can kind of, it's like a rapid fire kind of thing. Okay. You can uh, go for it. Um, but the first question is, who is Nate? Nate is um, a man that is trying to do his best at everything that God has positioned him to do. Mm. Uh, Nate is a person that loves to dream. He loves to have have visions and love to to bring them into action. Um, he's a loving person and he's trying to do the best that he can for his community. And um, he's also a man that makes mistakes and tries to learn from him for the first time. So I would say that, you know, I'm just, I'm honestly trying to be like almost every other man, you know, just trying to make a better life for himself and for his family. That's what's up. Uh, how long have you been married? I've been married for six years. We actually just uh, celebrated our anniversary, uh, November seventh. Congratulations! So, thank you. Um, Congratulations! I feel like it's been fifty years, but yeah, six years. Six <laughs> years I've been married. <laughs> How long did you date before you proposed? Okay, so this is a little interesting. Um, I wasn't living in the same state uh, with my wife, so we've been uh, what they call that online phone call dating, whatever, for okay. about eleven months. Uh, before we even got engaged because I had to move all the way up here. And um, I'll say around the 11th month, that's when I proposed to her. That's pretty cool. Um, and then how long were you guys engaged? Uh, not long at all. Three months. Okay. Now, that uh, sounds probably a little crazy for some people, but um, I feel like we was definitely in a position that we knew we were meant for each other and um, – it just took us three months to get to get married. She knew exactly everything she wanted, and um, I wasn't going to be in the way. So <laughs> three months. <laughs> it's smart. Because sometimes you get in the way, you just end up being steamrolled. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and you know, much like us, y'all known each other for basically a lifetime. Yeah, yeah. I, I've um, I've known my wife ever since I was five years old. You know, when I used to live up here, but you know, I moved around so much. Um, you know, we somehow kept in contact for, you know, the remaining of the years that I wasn't here. But um, I don't know, man. God just brought us back. And it was like, it, like I wasn't even expecting. It was one of those things where you're trying to figure out life. You're, you're kind of good. And then, boom, God shows you who you're supposed to be with. And it's like, okay, uh, I guess I'll roll with this. Yeah. <laughs> well, 
Uh, what's the best thing about being married? The best thing about being married, honestly, is uh, finding out who you truly are. Um, I feel like a lot of times we, we set goals for ourselves and look at the type of person that we want to be when we grow up. When you get married, um, it actually can, uh, it exposes who you who you are and who you're trying to become. And the beautiful thing about it is that you have somebody to support you on that journey of trying to be the best version of yourself. That's one of the best answers I've heard so far. Mm-hmm. Oh, thank yeah, you. for sure. <laughs> that, I was like, man, that that is the best thing about being married. Now that you say that, that's amazing. Um, what's the fa- favorite characteristic of your wife? Oh, honestly, man, she she's a go getter. Um, now, I, I like I love the fact that. She's such a like a go getter that it's not just for herself. Um, it's for her family. It's for our daughter. It's for it's for everybody that's around her. She wants to make sure that everybody is uh, like on the same wave as her or try to lift them up. Um, that was like one of the first thing. Even when I was on like phone calls with her, uh, just hearing her environment, what she was doing for everybody, it's like man, this girl, she just keeps going and she doesn't stop. She has a vision and she just goes. Um, and anything she puts her mind to, she she accomplished. So, to be honest, like that was a, the, one of the first things that, like, yeah, I know if I was down and out, to be honest, I know that she she will look out genuinely, not just because she felt like she had to, but that's just who she is. That's good. Yeah. Um, what was your example of marriage? Um, honestly, uh, it wasn't always the best. Um, so I kind of had created my own vision of marriage. Okay. Um, I've, I've seen marriages, uh, they will start, but they will end. And I've seen exactly how they ended or why they ended. So a lot of times what I did was, um, I, I basically just cultivated a, a place for myself to say, you know what, there was great things about this marriage, but the bad things about the marriage that I have seen, I'm going to make sure my marriage doesn't go down that road. Mm-hmm. So um, my example wasn't always the best, but I definitely did get some good pointers on how to stay away from uh, that bad, bumpy road that some marriages go down. Yeah, I feel you. Yeah. And what? Um, oh, you want to go ahead? Go ahead, Sarge. You got it. Let's say, what is a challenge, or what has challenged you in your marriage? Um, balance. Balance has challenged me in in my marriage. Um, Having a wife that's a, a, a go-getter and you're also a go-getter, you got to have to balance that out on how to separate the time to do certain things for one another, for the family, and for your business. You know, we could be so, you know, strong or strong-minded in one area that sometimes the other area kind of gets lacked. But um, you, you have to balance that out. And uh, sometimes that could be a struggle in marriage. I don't, I don't care who you are. Uh, you know, time is... You, you can never get time back. So balancing out time just in general is probably a struggle for us mm-hmm. sometimes. Yeah. And so, you know, you talked about balance and you talked about the business and this kind of kind of gets us into our, our overall conversation. Mm-hmm. Do you want to kind of tell the audience, you know, what your business is and some of the things that you, you are doing um, right now, um, your occupation, and then mm-hmm. kind of like connect that to, you know, your relationship with your, with your wife. Okay, so yeah, I'm a barber. Um, I'm also I'm a YouTuber. 
I like doing creative content as well. Um, my wife, she's she's a braider, and we work side by side, and um, you know, just trying to trying to balance all that out sometimes because we're heck, you know, time is hectic. We're always standing on our feet. You know, our, our clientele is always in and out within, you know, every thirty minutes or an hour. Well, for her, it's about every two to three hours. You know, depending on the kind of hairstyle she has. But um, yeah, just trying to balance balance it all out sometimes can be a, it's it's a heavy load. And um, I honestly feel like you have to be a type of type of person uh, to be able to deal with that. You know. Um, yeah. How, how did you get into the hair business? Like, what was the what made you? Because you haven't always done hair. It was something that you kind of a couple of years you've kind of mm-hmm. gotten into. What was the what kind of how'd you get into the business? Man, I was broke, man. I was, you know, <laughs> I was I was a college kid, nineteen years old, and you know, honestly, I went to all I went to HBCU, you know, uh, all black school, and if if you if you understand the the level of that, you always gotta stay fresh, man. So. <laughs> That being said, you know, at 19, I was like, yo, I can't always afford to go to the barbershop. So I got me a pair of clippers and I started cutting myself. And um, my uh, my friends, they started to notice. So they was like, yo, man, line me up real quick. They seen my lineups, so I guess they weren't that bad. But um, I started doing lineups before we, we, all, we all go out. You know, at the time, I didn't think of anything. You know, it was just something we did in college, you know. Yeah. I was, you know, striving for my degree in accounting. So I wasn't going to leave that just to cut hair. But um, surprisingly, God has showed showed me uh, later in my life that hey, man, I, I think it's a good time to revisit what you love to do, and um, yeah, that's how that happened. That's what's up. I remember living that life a little bit, having to cut my own hair, cutting a mm-hmm. couple friends' hair. I've cut Paul's hair, pushed his wig back a little bit. <laughs> oh you know? man. Oh, so that's what happened. <laughs> <laughs> Haven't adjusted since. Oh man. Um, but yeah, man, I, I think. As much as I liked cutting hair, I never fell in love with it to the level that you have mm-hmm. because I always had an uncle who's a master barber that I could run to. Right. And it was free cuts. You know what I mean? <laughs> so it was never like, as long as I was home, I was cool. But when I was away at school and, you know, not within his uh, his reach, I had to, you know, improvise. I mean, I, I've, I've always tried to cut my hair, but I do remember a time when I thought I could trust somebody to cut my hair mm-hmm. in school, in college. We were going out one night, and it seemed like the brother knew what he was doing. And I was, I was jacked and jagged and all oh, messed man. up for a long time, you know, because I, you know, I was broke. You're broke. You got you to gotta do what you can do. So I, I'm, you had the, the, the ingenuity to, to, to cut your own and, and set yourself up, and it's, it's awesome how God can kind of, like, work through a situation in the past and and bring it back to you in the future that's cool yeah i mean honestly like the whole this barber life um me and my dad used to go to the barbershop every week man every week non-stop and i just love the environment of the barbershop just the, the smell of this barber side and hearing them <laughs> old clippers going and just the conversation of you know men men are having i always wanted to have my own barbershop even if i was cutting hair or not that was the, my mm. my first thing that i wanted to do as a you know a business owner but I never knew that I would really start to love cutting again more. So um, that's that's how that really like uh, uh, fired me up. Once yeah. I cut it, one of my nephews like a few years back, and it was terrible. But I thought I did the best job ever, <laughs> and I'm like, oh yeah, I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you led into it a little bit talking about having to be able to balance, right? right. And are you talking work life balance? And if so, uh, how do you define that? Um, 
honestly, uh, for a long time, you think that uh, there's an expectation that sometimes happens when you have a wife and you have work and it's just like, hey, look, this is what I'm going to do. Uh, I got to do this and I got to do that. But I realized that when we really sit down and communicate with one another about how we should go about a thing and get our, you know, each other's input and really we're really doing it so we can have, a, you know, the best interest at heart for each other. Um, to me, that's the best way balance, you know, uh, really works for us. Um, so it, it does, uh, it affects, you know, the work life, yes, but also it affects the personal life as well because sometimes you got to take take that time together to, to hey, let's, let's go to lunch. Since we're so close to each other, I, you would think that we're, like, just looking left and right and we can see each other. You know, that's not the case. You know, there is a wall in the door, you know. Uh, thank God for that. But <laughs> <laughs> but sometimes, you know, you got to check in on one another, making sure, you know, each other are okay and if anybody wants something to eat, whatever like that. So the balance is just always like being mindful um that yeah she she does have her own business she has her own clientele so you know i leave her alone she leaves me alone but um there are times where we hey look then you know tomorrow we're going to do this so that's how we try to balance that out so it's not like an overload Mm. so you said you had you know you had a conversation to kind of figure that out how long did it take you to have that conversation or was there something that led to like, Oh, we need to really hash this out so we can, you know, move on. (sighs) That's a good question. I would say about a year in, um, you know, because when you first start out, you know, you're doing your thing. It's like, you're just, you're just, honestly, you're just trying to build up clientele, focusing on yourself. Mm -hmm. But, um, there has been times where she came over she was like, Hey, um, Hello. (laughs) <laughs> I'm like, hey, and I keep cutting, you know what I mean? But I realized that, and I'm like, oh, man, I I need to probably just, like, you know, check on her a few times to see how she's doing and stuff like that to make sure, you know, she's she has she needs a snack, whatever, you know, go get her that. Even even during, you know, the bad times, like when, when things are not so well, you know, let's say if you leave the house, you know, talking about, you know, who's, who's going to put all these pillows back on the bed or something, like <laughs> even, you know, in on the bad times, you know, I still go – go in and check on her to make sure, you know, I try to stay consistent in that now once she acknowledged that um that I wasn't being so uh how can I I can't even say supportive, but like just checking in on her, you know, since mm-hmm. you know, being so close, you know, in a proximity. So uh, I I will say it took us about a good year to, to to really get a flow. Was it like a formal conversation you had or it was just kind of like a realization overall? Like I think a little bit of both. Okay. Um, I think it was first, not the conversation. It was just more like, um, I like to try to like self-reflect a little bit, mm-hmm. a lot, because sometimes like I'm the person that like, well, if I want you to do it, that means I could do it, you know, as well. So um, it was just something I realized, you know, she coming over and then, you know, when we get home, we'll have a conversation. You know, most of the time that's where, I, where our conversations happen. Like when we get home, see how our day was like, what did we care about? What we didn't care sure. about? About how we moved and stuff like that. And the next day, we'll try to just elevate. What is? Um, I know you you touched on it a little bit, but kind of what's your process? Um, or maybe you can dig it more into more kind of for to help our audience. But like you know, you you live with your wife, then you yeah. work with your wife, mm-hmm. um, and then you know you come home at the end of the day. 
So how do you work through um, if things aren't so good, like you said, or you had an argument, like what's the, what's the thought process of getting through the day or how have you guys talked about managing that space? Um, well, in the beginning, I don't know if managing is like the, the kind of the word. It's more like you're just frustrated and, you know, you need time. I need time. And uh, how do you get that being so close with one another? Mm-hmm. Um, you don't open the door. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> sometimes, you know, some days it's just some days it's like, hey, we, you know, sometimes we used to go to work together. And honestly, not to say that I couldn't stand that, but it was just like, well, we have two cars. Um, you might be done before me. There's things you need to do before me. Uh, you could probably leave before me. And uh, she's like, oh, no, you know, we could just we could just leave together. And it's just like, well, sometimes doing that sometimes wasn't always, you know, the best move because then things will come up. And then now one of us has to wait on each other and stuff like that. So um, just just having uh, the keeping that individuality in th- such of a closer proximity is very, very important. Um, because even on the bad days, you still need some time or a place to go to just to get away, um, and, and revisit it later. You know, um, I'm not a real big person on, uh, staying mad or upset for a very long time. I'm a person of solution. How can we solve this? Um, and let's, let's get through it. Um, and I also think that, uh, there's this somewhat, somewhat of a stigma that, you know, men cannot work, you know, close to their wives. You feel like there has to be this complete real, real barrier and not even realizing that if you are married, um, you're, you're working with your life every day. Um, there's things that you have to accomplish and get, you know, and conquer together, no matter if you see each other or not. I mean, if you want to do that separated, that's great. But, uh, you know, seeing each other shouldn't affect you to the point of how you work to me. Um, but I feel like it is a, you gotta be a particular type of person to be like that. You know, I'm fine with it. Um, I did, uh, at first I thought it was like, Oh, we'll see, you know, we'll see how this goes, you know, but, uh, we, we work fine together. Um, with everything that y'all are trying to accomplish, Mm -hmm. are you, I guess the way I want to ask this, because I kind of know the answer, are you able to leave work at work? Well, th- th- here's here's a, uh, yeah, okay, yeah. I'm I've always been like that. No matter where I worked, um, if I'm cutting hair and we we shut down at seven, <laughs> I'm out at seven, man. Um, I'm not waiting. I'm not seeing if somebody's going to hit me up. Like, hey, man, can I? No. No, I'm, I already left. I still be in the shop, and I'm like, yeah, man, I already left. You probably be outside seeing my car, but still. <laughs> but um, no, I, I like to. I like to. I mean, I feel like men. We know how to keep certain things in boxes, you know, and I know how to separate the two. When I'm at home, I like being at home. You know, my mind is already gearing up and changing. Like, hey, you know, you know, my daughter's home. Let me check in on her schoolwork. Let me see what needs to be done around the house. Uh, stuff like that. You know, you know, let, you, you gotta have a life out of work. You know, and I've always learned that it's it's not always good to to bring work home, even though that we're, we're entrepreneurs and that you never stop working. Mm-hmm. I have a switch in my head. I literally do and be like, nope, I'm not thinking about that right now. Or we will plan to say, hey, you know, I got to get this video video out. Right. Uh, so just give me between seven and nine and uh, I, will, I will, you know, give you my time. 
But other than that, yeah, man, I know how to shut that thing off. That's what's up. Yo, that's fantastic because not everybody learns that early in their marriage, right? So, or early good, in entrepreneurship, just right. to true. Like, no, this true. These, this is my limit, and you know, this is the boundary. And yeah. when I said I was done at seven o'clock, I'm done. Yeah, I mean, once you once you don't give no limit, then it's then no boundaries. It's 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 crazy. Um, so the 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 goal is is do you want crazy in your entrepreneurship in your business? No, you you want order. You want order. Yeah. You know, so when people know, like, hey, man, he doesn't he doesn't do this at seven. I know I got to be in. You don't want to be that person that's like, oh, they always get me at this time. It's like, well, you allow it, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. So, yeah. Man, that's that's a good word right there for sure. Yeah, I need my peace, you know. You know, I, everybody needs their peace, you know. Um, the only person that cares about your life as much as you is you. So, <laughs> Make sure you keep that peace. Yeah, I mean that's that's one of the things. <clears throat> that's a life lesson in general. Like you, you teach people how to treat you. You teach people what your expectations are, and if, as long as you hold to them and you're consistent, then they'll adjust to whatever that is. But if they if they knew like oh if I hit him up at like six fifty five like he'll get me in like then they'll just keep doing that until you're like, nah. And then the t- one time you say no, then they'll have an attitude. Like, even though you've been kind of being generous to them um, and, you know, you can get taken advantage of. So, yeah, I like that. Just, you know, let them know what it is and that is what it is. Yeah. I, can't, I look at myself as a business like every other business, even Best Buy. If it shuts down at 7 or 8, you can't like, hey, man, you know, <laughs> let me go in there real quick, man. I know, I know I'm a little bit, you know, a little bit late, but let me just – let me just check something real quick. And you taking so long, you know, not even knowing what you're going in there for. You just want to go in there. You don't even know what kind of haircut you want. You know, people do that sometimes. So, you know, I treat myself as a business. That's funny, man. I just thought about, like, someone showing up. Like, yo, I just placed my order online. He can't just go grab it real quick. <laughs> <laughs> right. But, um, hey, man, on that same kind of track that we were talking about, um, I'm kind of reminiscing back to the wedding I was just at with Paul a couple weekends ago. You know, we had a really good conversation and um, he and his wife asked my wife a question. So I'd like to sort of pose the same scenario to you. And that is, you know, considering you and your wife spend so much time in the same proximity, what does Nate's time look like? And then uh, conversely, what does Nikki's time look like? And And how do you allow for your individual uh you know personalities and uh space to come through Hmm. well how my time looks like is uh some people probably will call me boring um but like i said i I like i like my peace so when i when i get home um, i like to take care of home first or i like to relax for a little bit you know I, i will let it be known you know like hey look i just need a minute or like, all right, let's let's get going. What do we need to do? Um, so, my time kind of just looks like uh, I have real close friends that I that I that I really rock with, and um, we we might do something on the weekends every now and then, like Saturdays. Uh, it's like my my time just to get up and get out. Um, my time also, like I said, I do YouTube. Uh, my videos, I try to do that really early in the morning or real late at night, right before bed. Um, so sometimes my time is just a little bit of divided with just a little bit of work and a little bit of friends, but, um, 
I don't I don't I don't do too much. I don't I don't go shopping. I just realized I need to get sweaters. I have like two of them left. So um <laughs> I don't really I don't really do too much, but that's the type of uh I'm okay with it at the same time because I like um to really be productive. I like to really be uh, punctual and um yeah. That's that's how my time looks. And my wife's time, uh <clears throat> we're, we're 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 a little bit different. Um she can come home and get back to to work on some things, you know what I mean? Or, you know, like my switch turns off a lot faster than her. Like I have two switches, like work switch, and then it's like anything comes after nine switch, like don't ask no real serious questions because like I'm like in Netflix and chill moment at that at that time. (laughs) Like so um but she can keep she can keep going. She's like a night owl sometimes. So, you know, sometimes I give her that space. You know, I I literally know that we each other we need our own space so i'm not always like like under her she's always under me like we work together so it's like yeah. we do give each other our space do you find that you guys balance each other out yeah the personality wise yeah very very much so okay. because there's times where i see her but like sometimes i'm too chill man it's like i got like <laughs> four videos i need to get done and she's like yeah i just got my second video done i'm like uh okay, I guess I should start doing my videos, you know what I mean? <laughs> or, you know, I get home and I'm getting the house together and stuff like that, and it's like, all right, so uh, what what do we need on the list for groceries? And she's like, oh, I forgot to put that on the list. All right, let me go check this and check that. Like, So there's there's times, like, we definitely need each other, you know what I mean? Yeah. We push each other in different areas. So, um, that I mean, that's how it looks on our end. Um, we, we, we look out for one another, yeah. balance each other out like that. I think we found, you know, with our wives as well and Sarge, you know, we know that we need that that balance switch. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, your conversation with our folks today is kind of, you know, really hitting on that on that piece of being able to balance it out. Because, you know, you can't be too heavy on one side or, or too light on one on another side. And it's always good to have an accountability partner to kind of uh, to, to help you through. So that's what's up. Yeah. And to talk a little bit just about that word balance, mm-hmm. um, because I know a lot of times when you hear balance, you think of 50-50. Um, it's never 50-50. Nice. Uh, I, I never want anybody to think that, even being a, just in a marriage, you don't even have to be an entrepreneur. It's never going to be 50-50. Some days it's going to be 70, 30, 60, 40. But um, you just got to f- make sure within that day, whatever you got, if you have 70% of work and you got 30% for the family, make sure within that week that you switch it. If you don't, then that's where the balance can really not not be healthy. Mm-hmm. That's good talk right there. And off the top of your head, considering you've been married for what you say six years now, yeah. What is the number one piece of advice you would give to a young man who's uh, thinking about getting married? Know how you like to be loved. Hey, explain that a little bit better. Um, a little we, bit more, it's not better. Okay, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> yeah, that was concise and good. Just uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you, for one, now, now you're always going to learn who you are. You're always going to grow, right? But you got to have, you got to get to a place where who you know who you are and you know how you like to be loved. You can't go into a marriage not knowing, uh, not so much about yourself or not so much about how you want, you know, your life, I mean, your wife's personality or character to be. Um, so my, my thing is, is that I got to a place in my life before I even got married that says, all right, I know I'm a go-getter. 
I know I have an entrepreneur uh, like mindset. Um, I'm a vision guy. I like taking chances, mm-hmm. but I, I, need, I need a wife that's going to be willing. I need her to to also be a go getter. I need her to be driven, and I need her to have a backbone. And like, just she loves family as much as I do. There's certain things that you should probably have already in your mind that says, you know what? I think I'm I think I'm trying to cultivate this more, and I want to do this with somebody that's on the same wavelength as me. But if you're not if you're not there. If you're just looking at marriage like, you know, I just want to be married just to be married, uh, I would suggest not to do that because then you might marry somebody that's uh, a little bit uh, interesting. (laughs) (laughs) That's the best way I could put it, you know, and then you didn't calculate it, you know, you didn't calculate everything the right way. And what I mean by that is like your heart, like you didn't you didn't give your heart enough time to develop to know how to love on someone and also love yourself at the same time. That's strong right there. That's good. Um, follow up for that. Okay. How would you recommend or what are some ways that you can find that out? Right. It, it, it sounds like a little self-reflection, but also like you may not even think that that's important. Right. But so what are some ways that that, you know, or how did you come to that realization yourself? Um, honestly, you, you kind of just said it. You got to realize that it is important. Um, self-reflection is very important. Um, uh, if you want, if you want to grow, if you want to change, um, you got to self-reflect and you got to admit to your faults. I was the person before I even got married. Like, yo, I was never the problem. I was never in the problem relationship. They were always the problem, you know. And once I heard myself say that so many times in all my other relationships, I had to self-reflect. And be like, you know what? Maybe, I, maybe I have. <laughs> Maybe I was a problem just a little bit, you know. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe, I, maybe I, I am, uh, you know. Maybe I have some things about me that is that doesn't, you know, fit well, or or it's, or it's not, you know, helping me grow to the man that I want to become. So that's that's the question you really have to ask yourself: like, what is inside of me that is not helping me grow to the man I want to become? And we all kind of know uh, sometimes what that is. We just don't want to admit to it, you know. Um, even how we talk to a woman, uh, how we approach her, uh, how how we uh, look for certain things first uh, before anything else. Um, how do you treat your you know your parents if you know if you still have them or those that are around you? Who do you care about the most? Are you selfish? Like, uh, are you greedy? Do you feel like you need to have <laughs> multiple partners? It's stuff like that that you have to really realize. Like, hey. I don't know if I'm ready for this or, you know what, I'm, I'm cleaning up my act and I'm, I'm going to let God, allow, you know, use me and and I'm going to work on me the best way so I can get prepared for my wife. We also have to be, a woman prepares for their husband, but a man also has to prepare for his wife. He's getting all the sound bites over here. <laughs> man, all, I'm back in my mind like, yo, he is blazing right now. <laughs> man, that that is good, man. And I don't think I think about that in that manner, uh, so often, you know, being prepared for my wife, mm-hmm. right? Um, I think that many times when we're coming up, we think more or less like, you know, being married is just the next step, right? Mm-hmm. And we jump in and it's like double dutch, like, all right. <laughs> so, but something's gotta give at some point, right? <laughs> it's right. like more or less. Once you trip on that rope, you don't you don't know how to recover because you just jumped in, 
right? And there's a lot of things in life where like that is just the course of action, right? You jump in, you fail a couple times, you pick yourself back up. And, and I feel like there's a lot of relationships out, out there that just don't recover because they feel like marriage, you should just know how to do it, right? It, it's a relationship. Like I've, I've been loving on people and speaking to people my entire life. This, <laughs> I got this, right? And then you know, you, maybe your marriage falls apart a little bit. And I'm not obviously speaking from experience on this uh, as far as my marriage falling apart. But, you know, you, you definitely have to have that wherewithal to want to better yourself, want to better your relationship, um, want to pour into your spouse, want to pour into your family. Mm-hmm. And, you know, on this side of the coin, it's kind of crazy to me to think that someone in a marriage wouldn't want to do that Mm -hmm. right so and so like as i'm sitting here and reflecting and thinking about some of the relationships i've seen fall apart i wonder what things were lacking and i know it's going to be different from for each relationship you know but i think a large part of what we're trying to accomplish here in this room is give people more perspective right Mm -hmm. um from from the male side of the relationship but you know, if we could, how do we think think more in the manner of self-improvement in order to improve our relationship, right? Um, I don't even know where I'm going with that other than, I guess for you, what was your first inkling to know that you had to improve yourself? Well, um, as as a as a boy, um, we all know that we're going to become men one day, mm-hmm. and just knowing that, um, I've always had something in the back of my head that I'm going to be a head of a household one day, and um, knowing that I was going to be a head of a household, I know I needed to have great leadership. And if we're supposed to be the leaders and we're supposed to be the great men in our household, um, we we honestly take the ultimate sacrifice and we have to show them what love looks like. And honestly, I think that's where um, a lot of relationships may go wrong is that the men is not showing how love looks. Uh, we, we try to uh, allow the woman to show us what love looks like. Mm. But to me, um, men have to show the strength, the softness, the kindness, the comfort, the providing, the healing. We have to show that. We, we, get, we get the blow of, of everything. And how do we cultivate that to, to making them feel comfortable with the man that they pick, you know, the wife, that, you know, pick to be like, okay, he, he, he has this. Now, are we going to be perfect? No. But I do know that... Um, Men, if we're going to lead, um, we, 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 have to, we have to work on ourselves. What does our strength look like uh, men- mentally and, and spiritually if, if we, don't, we don't work on those things? We might work physically. You know, it's like, yeah, I'm a man. I'm 65, da-da-da-da. You do what I tell you. Yeah, no, no, it doesn't work like that. You know, um, you know women's minds, they work different. So we, we, have to, we have to cultivate ourselves to be the most Loving, honestly, 
we have to cultivate ourselves to be one of the most loving persons in the household. Uh, we have to always make sure that everybody is okay. And everybody looks at you to be, to make sure that that's what's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, so as I feel like as a man, it's, it's our responsibility to make sure we're taking care of ourselves. And how do we do that? I mean, honestly, I'm a Christian, Christian uh, guy, so I, I lean on God. So that being said, I, I look for God's guidance on how to be the best version of me. Um, and once I do that, he, allow, he shows me things that I need to work on within myself so I know how to be the best person for my family. Uh, I feel like uh, the wives, they have a heavy load, especially if they have children. Um, and they have stuff that they're trying to, to cultivate themselves. Um, me and my wife, I look at her right beside me. She's not below me. Uh, we're one. Um, you can't be one if your marriage looks like a step. You know, there's not levels. There's just it's equal playing field. But at the same time, I know I'm the head, I'm the leader. And at the same, you know, and when you lead, you know, you don't see the director in the movie. You know, you just see <laughs> you're there in the background and making sure everything goes the right way. And and as a as a man, we gotta uh, we gotta figure that out. You know, of course, we have needs in our own marriage, and even how you how you even get to those needs is is, is important. How you express them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I gotta thank you, man, because. You'll, if you listen to the podcast, I often go on a rant and I speak in like jumbled thoughts, and you brought that all together for me, so I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> no problem, man. No problem. No problem. Uh, what else y'all got? Man, I mean, that was that's a great perspective to think about being a husband, right? That you have to show love first and ultimately you have to shift your mindset to understand that you're going to sacrifice. Um, I didn't realize that until I was like, you know, a little bit, at least I did. But as your marriage progresses, it can come out in different ways and trying. Well, one, not to be frustrated with that because you, you do end up giving up for the better of everyone else. Right. Um, but also you have to realize that your wife is doing the same thing, right? So like if you're both looking out for everybody else, then everyone's taken care of. Um, but some some of us, some husbands, or even at times me, like we don't want want to give up whatever that thing is, whether it be time, whether it be something that we like to do, whatever. So I like that you said we have to do that first and point that out and call it out like we have to be the first example of love, show what the ultimate sacrifice is. And a lot of times we say, yeah, you know, I'll die for my family. And we think physical, but what else needs to die in you to make your family better? And that's kind of what I was thinking about when you said that. So I appreciate that for sure. Yeah, that that, that was deep. That was deep. (laughs) That was, that was deep. Um, Yeah, that's, that's true. Um, you know, sometimes we, as men, you know, like I said, we keep things in boxes. So sometimes it's it's kind of hard for us to look at things as a whole. Um, I, I, I just like being creative. I like looking at things, you know, kind of different, you know, a little bit. Um, like I said, I've seen a lot of things in my past that didn't work out. And I was like, you know what? When it comes to a, this certain area, uh, we're, we're going to work this out. But this area can't affect this area. Because once this area affects this other area, 
then we, we, we're working with a different problem. That's a different beast. And um, sometimes we do have to take that sacrifice of knowing what to say and when to say it. But also we have to take the fact, sacrifice to uh, to honestly say it. You know, sometimes men, we, we struggle to say certain things. And sometimes you have to bite the bullet and say it. Now, how you say it is key, but it has to be said at the same time. Right. Because if not, then... I don't. I don't believe in expectations. You're gonna know exactly how I feel, uh, the good, the bad, and the ugly. And um, but I had to, I had to learn how to cultivate that because I could say like something. And I'm like, you know, yeah, I ain't like that. And how I said it though, it just it just didn't rub the right way. And I'm like, what is going on? All I said was this, you know. So mm-hmm. I've 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 looked out for. Uh, I mean, I called you know a few mentors. Um, I definitely feel like also men should have mentors, men that we should lean on each other um, because sometimes it's it's hard to try to do this uh, by yourself, and I don't think you should do it by yourself. I don't think that's how God created it to be. Um, but, you know, sometimes I did reach out, you know, like, you know, they've been married 20 years. Let me go ahead and ask my uncle, like, did I say this the wrong way? And I told him what I said. He was like, yep. Yeah, yeah, you, you definitely said it the wrong <laughs> You definitely said it the wrong way. And, you know, and you get into that whole how, you know, but you know, sometimes it's you got to know how to express your feelings in 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 a way that it could be understood, um, and you got to continue to work at that. It's, you know, I always want to get that on the first try, but um, you got you got to be willing to change some things. Like you said, you got to die. You got there's some things in you in you that have to be, you know, that, that got to be let go. Because I was I was before I got married, I was a straight I was the straight raw cut how I felt about everything and. I realize I can't always, I mean, speak the real, but how you speak the real is very important. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Yeah. No, being able to tell the truth in love is a, is a fantastic thing. So that's beautiful. Yeah. So where can people find you? What's your, what's your YouTube handle? What's your, what's your, uh, your Instagram? Tell, tell everybody where you're, what's your, uh, what's your name is so they can connect with you. Okay. Um, my Instagram and YouTube name is the same name. It is Concise the Barber. It's T H E. It's not D A. Uh, <laughs> want to spell things correctly, but um, it's Concise C O N C I S E T H E B A R B E R. Concise the Barber, and you know uh, you can reach out to me and uh, we can talk. If some men y'all have any questions um, about anything, just just reach out. I'll try to make sure I have the time to to give you some feedback. Man, I love that. I love that. One more thing that you touched on or that you mentioned um, on the mentor piece. Like, how did you, one, find people that you um, would want to mentor kind of thing? How did you, and if you didn't, like, how did you realize they were mentors? And then how did you cultivate that relationship? I guess that's a three-parter. How did you cultivate the relationship to trust them and the feedback that they were giving? Um, Success. I had to look at their success to honestly see if they can even be uh, a mentor for me. And when I say success, I mean not just in uh, in like business, I mean even in their their life, their marital life, um, to see how well they're doing, how they're going, um, see, you know, some of the, some of the things that they had to deal with within, within their life. Um, I have a few uncles, uh, that I, that I reach out to every now and then, and just knowing how they are as men, you know, we kind of have like the same uh, viewpoint. Um, 
and I'm just I'm just younger than them sometimes, and I reach out to them and ask them certain questions. Um, sometimes a mentor uh, is it could be in close proximity of family members or friends, but um, if not, then I definitely feel like you got to as, as much as uh, you got to do your research. You got to find somebody that's going to vibe with you, and if you have a church, uh, <clears throat> there might be some men that you might see every time, like every day, I mean, every Sunday. And you're like, you know what? I like how this guy moves, but get to know him a little bit more because, you know, you know, you can't judge a book by its cover, but um, get to know him a little bit more. And, and if you feel like this is the person that can give you some some guidance, then, you know, ask. You know, men, we do not like to ask for nothing. Yeah, man. Not even realizing that uh, there's strength in knowing how to ask. There's, there's strength in that. There's power in that. Um, there's power to get together and uh, helping each other. And um, I really want to switch that, uh, that, that, that mindset um, that men, we have to stay on our own islands and just figure it out and build a house from palm trees and make a mansion and, you know what I mean, and kill boar and just like, yeah, I'm doing my thing. No, no, man, listen, <laughs> we need each other. And the more we know that, the better we'll be. So get a mentor. So that was good. Good, good conversation, man. Thank you for uh, for coming through and and gracing us with your presence. I think you were able to express to our audience uh, awesome conversation on that revolved around balance and revolved around compartmentalizing, you know, our 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 work and our life and Mm -hmm. being able to keep those in check when appropriate and. You also talked about like cultivating good habits, you know, yeah. and being able to to know the right thing and, the, and to do the right thing and and to express your feelings openly, you know, being able to not be afraid to to share your thoughts, you know, because, you know, sometimes it's hard to communicate. Hey, I need a little bit of time, or a little bit of space. But, you know, I think you were able to show that at least having that conversation is in the best interest of the relationship, you know, and you talked about the importance of spending time, you know, with yourself for yourself and investing in yourself and the importance, you know, Brian brought up the, the great question of, um, you know, how are you trying to improve yourself and what makes you, what, what was the, the starter that kind of got you to, to, to improve yourself for a lot of people. It's, it's falling in our face, but it seemed like you were a little bit more, you know, introspective about, you know, Hey, I need to come correct. And, and you talked about your faith and how, you know, your faith is a strong piece of, getting you to that point of improvement, but then you also kind of hit the home run with the mentorship piece and how important it is to, to not be afraid to ask. And and I'll be the first to raise my hand too. You know, sometimes I have to ask and it's like, man, it puts me in a place of of vulnerability. But you know, if you have brothers around you or or older gentlemen around you um, who have experience and and you've gotten to know them and you can see the fruit of their labor, I think there's people that you could trust in. So you know, thanks for bringing that all to the table today. Um, brothers, do you have any last words for Nate before I give him the last the last word? Uh, just to thank you, man. Thank you for coming in and giving us your time and giving us your knowledge, man. It's, uh, you've got a wealth of it, and I'm sure it's growing, you know, the further you get into your marriage. And, you know, we just appreciate you sharing that with the audience. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, man. That's It's always good to hear a different perspective. I love creative people because they'll look at something totally different than what the norm is. Um, and you, you, you nailed it. So appreciate you coming on. Thank you. I appreciate that. One thing I don't look at different though, is that happy wife, happy life thing. I don't, I don't look at that different. Uh, I don't think 
that that works. <laughs> I think that's called a teaser, guys. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we need to have a conversation then. That's it. All, All right. right. Well, I guess y'all gonna have to come back. <laughs> okay, I'm I'm with it. Thanks for listening. If you got any value out of this episode, we'd like to invite you to rate, follow, and review on your favorite podcast platform. If you would like to be a guest or want to have your questions answered, hit us up on our website, marriageistougher.com, or follow us on Facebook, searching Marriage is Tougher Than Woodpecker Lips. Thanks again. This is Paul. And this is Brian. We will talk to you next time.